You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Tuesday edition of the show. A lot to get to like usual. Catch up on what Kalani Satake had to say yesterday during his media availability. I thought some of the players that joined him, Tyler Batty, Tyler Algier, as well as Isaiah Kafusi, all had important things to say. We'll let you hear all of that on today's edition of the show. It's brought to you in part by our good friends over at rockauto.com as well as Built Bar. We'll tell you about both of these companies throughout today's show. But without further ado, let's get to it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 6th, 2020. What's up, friends? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thank you again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. A reminder for you guys, if you're just checking us out for the first time, we talk BYU sports every single day. Make sure to follow us on all the social media channels. But more importantly, on whichever podcast provider you're listening in from, hit that follow or subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode of the show as we talk Cougar sports each and every day. All right, kicking off today's show, first things first, Kalani Satake spoke to the media yesterday and had some very interesting comments, I thought, that covered a myriad of topics. First things first, there is a ton of hype rolling in for Zach Wilson. Walter Camp, National Player of the Year, uh, all these individual awards for Zach after his stellar start to the season, but more importantly, BYU as a team getting a lot of hype, ranked number 15 in the country, all kinds of what Coach Mateos, Eric Mateos, the offensive line coach at BYU, likes to call poison. I always like to say, don't drink the poison. And I think that he's got a point. But Kalani Sitake, I think, said it more forcefully yesterday, talking to the media. Here's what he had to say in regards to all of that outside noise, all that publicity that's coming in. Here's what he makes of it. I'm not really worried about that. Just trying to, like I said before, just trying to focus on uh, getting done this week and, and, and getting things accomplished, you know, and, and proving as a team. I've asked the players not to worry about that, not to look at the, uh, the, the, all the media attention that we get. We, we don't worry about it before the season. Why worry about it during? And so trying to keep our team focused. We have a, a good mature group, a veteran group. So we're looking forward to these guys leading the way. And, and I'm excited to see how we, you know, go into the game four and, and, and um, how we improve as a team. So that's the focus. Not really focused on anything else but that just trying to stay humble as a team and then stay hungry and on things that we need to accomplish we have a lot to prove still there you go Kalani Satake weighing in and saying I've asked the team to not buy into the hype to drink that poison and I think it's a good plan for him to address this head-on especially right now before it really gets I think over the top you may consider it being over the top in terms of the hype that BYU's getting. Guys like Zach Wilson being mentioned as a potential first-round draft pick. BYU was a top-10 team, a New Year's Six contestant. In some people's minds, the college football playoff dark horse. There's so much out there. But I think Kalani's doing the right thing addressing it head-on. Do I believe that all 123 student-athletes in the BYU football program are abiding by what he's asking? I would say that there's probably some that are buying into the hype, but hopefully the important guys, guys like Zach Wilson, et cetera, aren't buying into it. I think those are the ones that are the most important. Kalani also talked about the fact, you know what? Let other people do the talking for you. Here you go. 
we don't need to talk about ourselves. Let everybody else do it. Whether it's positive or negative, let everyone else talk about it. We got to get things done. And I'm asking our players not to worry about what's being said out there. There's positive and negative things being said. Just focus on this game and focus on getting better. And that's all That's all I care about. I mean, that's there's no balance. The balance is you guys keep it balanced on what you say, you know, and we just focus on what we're trying to get done. Not saying that we don't listen to you guys. We appreciate what you guys do for promoting BYU football, but we're focused on the game. We're not focused on reading stuff about the past things that we've done. All I care about is, you know, when you talk to Zach, I just talked to him walking through the hallways. He's already moved on to the next game. Stop patting him on the back. We, we get enough, enough of that already. We, we celebrate and dance in the locker room after we win. After we leave, it's, it's back to business. Grade the film and get better. There you go. Kalani saying, you know what? We have the media. We've got people both here locally. Hey, I'm myself included, that your host here, Jay Catch. I'm one of those people who is weighing in on BYU and giving my thoughts on things. But I think he understands, you know what? There's going to be plenty of talk about the Cougars so long as they keep winning, obviously. And they're looking forward to really showing what they can prove and do out on the field. Obviously, this week, getting ready for a game against UT San Antonio, Saturday afternoon, 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff on ESPN2. And I'm looking forward to it. I think BYU is a 32.5-point favorite, 33-point favorite, depending on where you look. Those lines will continue to move throughout the week. But BYU is a massive favorite in this game, and here's hoping they go out and take care of business. And to quote the great movie, Remember the Titans, leave no doubt. Just go out and take care of business. And Kalani yesterday actually talked a little bit about BYU and the quote-unquote garbage time that they have had through three games. It feels like Zach Wilson's played, what, maybe eight and a half quarters, nine quarters max this season. Obviously, they've played three games for BYU. That leaves three other quarters that have been essentially garbage time for BYU because they've gotten such big leads. But in those times when you have the backups in the game, Kalani says some of the best coaching is going on. I look at this last game against La Tech, the last two drives for the defense were really important for us as a program. Not because we gave up a touchdown on a long 17-play drive, but because some of the things that we we messed up in that in that drive. I mean, you have to give La Tech credit for scoring that touchdown and getting getting down and, and sustaining that drive, but we didn't help ourselves in some of those plays, and, and it was a lot of guys that I thought could perform better, and you know, in the next drive, they were able to come out and force a turnover and, and uh, end the game, so that stuff matters, and th- that's going to be valuable for us as a, as a program we get into those situations and then learn from it I, I really don't care about stats other than winning the game and all I care about second after that after winning the game is getting our guys experience um, on the field because a lot of these guys are one play away from being on there and now one test away from being on the field and that that needs to matter the most and as I think we've probably on defense coached the most in that time because we know how important it is for those guys to improve That right there, I think, is the evidence of what a good coach is trying to do. They're not just going out there and saying, you know what, go out there and roll the balls out and play, guys. You're the backups. Who cares about you? Kalani understands the value of these reps for these younger athletes, the second and third stringers who come into these games. They have not seen game action by and large, and it's an opportunity for them to see that. I get that the other opponent is already beaten, and they've probably waved the white flag, etc., but nonetheless, it's a big opportunity, especially when Louisiana Tech was not given up in that game against BYU Saturday night, to allow the backups, the twos and the threes, especially for BYU's defense in that circumstance, to get that work. It's going to pay dividends for them. Now that they've faced some adversity, they've realized, you know what, this is harder than it looks. Our first stringers make this defense thing look easy. You had your experience with it, and now you know how much harder you might need to work in terms of what you do on the field. 
Then the good news is for BYU in the game against Louisiana Tech, the Bulldogs never gave in. They drove down, scored a touchdown on a long drive, some adversity for the BYU defense. Well, they came back out the next drive and got the game-stealing interception. So I think there's a lot of growing going on with this BYU defense right now, and that's a positive sign. Another thing that Kalani Satake had to say yesterday is obviously the big storyline around COVID-19. BYU had that outbreak that nixed the Army game for the time being a few weeks back. Well, it sounds like BYU is on the right track. Here's what Kalani had to say in terms of the testing for BYU and where they stand right now in regards to COVID-19, contact tracing, and the like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have to say, I mean, without getting into specifics, the, the last two weeks we've had a great results in our testing and uh, lower numbers than we've ever seen. So if we keep trending that way, I think that'll help us out, not only keep our guys on the field, but, you know, trying to minimize the the spread you know, on this football team and in the program, even the support staff, we've seen the numbers really trend our way specifically the last two weeks have been very favorable for us so they're they're better than the weeks before that so without getting to the specifics i could just say the last two weeks have been better than any time that we've been testing so there you go the last two weeks the lowest numbers i guess of what you'd call results i don't know how to term that correctly but the good news is it sounds like according to Saklani satake the byu football program is handling things the right way And that should be welcome news to everybody's ears because I think a lot of us are concerned that BYU may see this game get canceled or games get canceled going forward. All they can do is make sure they're handling their business. And you heard him talk about the fact that the team, speaking of the players inside the BYU football program, they understand what's at stake. They've already had one game canceled. They don't want to have any more canceled. So good to hear them taking things seriously and making sure that they take care of business as much as they possibly can. All right, we will switch gears here from some of the players that spoke yesterday during media availability. I thought all of them had some good thoughts. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at rockauto.com, guys. I've told you a lot about this company over the past six months or so that we've had them on board, but I want to encourage you guys to check out rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes, whatever it might be, you have a Fiat, a Kia, uh, what, a Puget? Is that the one, that French car? There's so many different makes and models out there. It is now impossible to start all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront so why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning is your odyssey an lx or an ex and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer you can do the exact same thing he's doing and maybe even do it faster by going to rockauto.com guys it's a really easy way to get all the parts your car truck or suv will ever need they've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil even new carpet Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. And the best part about it all, it's delivered directly to your door. And a reminder for you guys, all of the parts you will ever need, all the manufacturers, everything that goes into your vehicle, you have all the options available to you at rockauto.com. It's an incredible place to go. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck or SUV, right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you to check them out. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out now at rockauto.com. Let's continue on with our recap of BYU media availability yesterday. I don't usually get to a lot of the player audio throughout the week, and that's probably an indictment on myself, maybe not paying as close of attention as I should have, or maybe it's just something that's not necessarily as, I guess, enticing. But I thought yesterday the players that spoke to the media, including Tyler Algier, 
Tyler Batty, as well as Isaiah Kafusi, all had some very interesting comments. So we're going to get to some of that sound now and let you hear from them. Let's start off with Isaiah Kafusi. He's the senior leader, I think one of the senior leaders on the BYU defense, but obviously in the linebacking core. We heard last week, I think from Keenan Peely, they call him Grandpa. He's been around the BYU football program for some time now. And of course, Isaiah Kafusi, if he decided he wanted to, he could come back next year and play yet another year as a quote-unquote super senior for the BYU football program. But he's playing a different role this year, playing kind of a hybrid position where he's flexed out as a slot cornerback, I guess a nickelback for lack of a better term. I think they have all those different terms, the Jack, the Cinco, all the different new terminology for the BYU defense. But Isaiah is one of those guys. He's playing, I think, more of what you would call the original flash position, where at times you're a traditional linebacker. Other times, you're playing as essentially as a nickelback covering a wide receiver or an opposing tight end or the like. And the nice part is, all that versatility is going to pay dividends for him, I think, once it comes time for him to jump to the NFL, hopefully. But Isaiah talked yesterday about his status with the BYU defense and where he feels he is most comfortable this year. I feel, I think, the most confident that I've ever felt in this defense and in my my years here. Really understand the scheme really well, understand where everyone else is at, and, and that just allows me to play a lot more free, play smart, and so I'm really, really loved what we have and just kind of our personnel as well. I think you get to know guys and how their play styles are and just kind of the trust that we have within the defense, I think, is, is what makes us a, a really great defense. I believe you can see Isaiah Isaiah's being comfortable out there on the field. He's just kind of switching different roles and not making that much of a deal of it. It's just become very simple and second nature to him. I think that's a positive sign. There are other linebackers who are taking the headlines. We talked yesterday about how I feel Keenan Peely might be the most overlooked player on BYU's defense right now. Well, Isaiah Kafusi absolutely has a challenge for that crown. He's done a lot of good things. He's handled a lot of adversity during his BYU career, but he deserves to go out with a flourish, and it looks like right now BYU's on their way to a pretty special season should they handle business going forward. And I think a guy like that, a senior leader, can go a long way to helping BYU just kind of navigate the ups and downs and probably a lot of ups that this season will hold going forward. A freshman that's playing alongside Isaiah at defensive end is Tyler Batty. It was just a sensation against Louisiana Tech on Saturday night. Excuse me, Friday night. I keep thinking Saturday night. It was Friday night. But went out and just, you know, garnered three total sacks. He now has four sacks on the season. By the way, that is tied for the lead in the nation. He is only a true freshman. He is back from a mission. He spent some time training as a gray shirt this past offseason, I guess the past season overall. He returned actually from his mission a year ago this past summer. So he has been home for quite a while now, but I think we're seeing the manifestation of what his work went into while he was gray shirting. And he talked about his gray shirt experience and how it actually was a very good experience for him personally. For me, it was pretty important. Two years dedicating your life to something other than, you know, athletics and, and education definitely takes its toll a little bit. Wasn't in the greatest shape coming home, but being able to gray shirt and really try to get my body back, I think played a huge role. There you go, Tyler Batty, and I think that's a positive sign that he saw his gray shirt as an opportunity, and what he's doing as a true freshman right now at 6'5", 260 pounds, it feels like the sky is the limit for this young man. I know this is extremely early to say this because he's played, what, three career games? But I'm telling you what, folks, if he continues to show the pass rush ability that he has right now, 
it wouldn't surprise me if he was a three-year player and jumping to the NFL for BYU. And I know that's very early on to say that, but you can see the trajectory for a young man like that. And the best part about it is I asked him yesterday, in terms of your three-sack outing, what were your feelings on it? Pretty succinct answer, but here you go. Uh, happy, but definitely not content. That's a hungry young man, and he wants to get out there and really get after it. I think you're going to continue to see him challenge for more and more playing time throughout the rest of the season. The good news is BYU's having success rushing the quarterback with three guys, and a guy like Tyler Batty has been a very valuable tool in accomplishing that. I can't take anything away from a guy like Zach Daw, who has shown his chops at times rushing the passer, but I'm telling you what, Tyler Batty may be your starting defensive end before too long. I think he's too good of a player to leave on the bench. And I think this is a kid that's got just unlimited, what do I call it? Limitless, unlimited potential, whatever you want to term it. I think he has got it for him. And I'm looking forward to seeing how he does moving forward here. One other note from Tyler Batty is he was asked who he looked up to as a player. A lot of guys grow up watching guys in the NFL or maybe some standouts in college and try and pattern their game after him. Tyler Batty was asked that question yesterday and had a very interesting response. Growing up, really, I don't really have anybody in my family that that were huge football fans. It was just something that I started doing as a little kid and just fell in love with from day one. So I really didn't, you know, follow football very closely growing up in all reality. You know, as I got older, you know, junior high, high school really started to, you know, notice the the good players in college and in NFL. Um, As J.J. Watt, you know, a couple years ago, he was definitely, you know, a standout, you know, back to back, you know, defensive MVP, great player in the league. He was someone, you know, I looked at and was like, well, you know, I want to I want to play college and, you know, professional. So that's that's kind of where I have to be. That's speed, size, you know, numbers wise. That's kind of someone who I tried to try to emulate, try to emulate. So another person I also would say is Chase Young, you know, from Ohio State. He's done a really good job, especially on the edge. He's a fast dude. So that's also someone that I've, that I've kind of watched over the past couple of years. So Tyler Batty sees himself modeling his game after TJ Watt and Chase Young. I would encourage him. And it's just me talking Model your game after J.J. Watt. You're not necessarily the same type of pass rusher that Chase Young is. Chase Young is a true speed rusher, and I know that Tyler Batty's got plenty of speed on the edge, but if you want to be a true defensive end that can really play in every situation and every type of formation out there, do what J.J. Watt does. J.J. Watt could play anywhere, anytime for any team in the NFL. He's got all the size. I think his body type is more similar to a guy like Tyler Batty, and it was cool to hear him talk about those two kind of being guys he looked up to. But I think it was kind of funny. He grew up in a family that didn't really like football. I don't know what they like. Maybe they're a hunting family. Maybe they like basketball. No matter what it is, kind of funny to hear him talk about the fact that I just I glommed onto it as a young man. It's been my favorite thing my entire life, but the rest of the family apparently wasn't their thing. So cool to hear him really living out his dream. And like I said, I think he is going to have a stellar career in BYU Blue, whether it's Royal or Navy. That's a debate for another day. A couple other notes for you guys real quick here is I wanted to get to some sound from Tyler Algier. He's been a fantastic player so far this season, had a scintillating performance against Navy, Led BYU in rushing this past Friday night against Louisiana Tech. Should have had a touchdown that got him over the century mark rushing in that game. And the officials decided, you know what, you stepped out of bounds, which I am still not convinced he stepped out of bounds. But he talked to me yesterday about what he's worked on the most. And it's 
probably not a big surprise what he had to say. I really worked on my speed. My speed, everyone says that I'm like the power back or whatever, but I really just worked on my speed and just being an all-around back, I think would be a really open door for me. Really open door for me, just being flexible and all that. I think we're seeing that extra gear from Tyler Algier, especially on that touchdown run that was brought back. He hit a gear that I had not seen from that young man, and at five foot 11, 220 pounds, he's got all of the ability in the world, and it's cool to see him living out his dreams. I also asked him yesterday, well, what are your dreams? He was a preferred walk-on out of Fontana, California, had a stellar prep career, but didn't really get many offers in the recruiting process. Came to BYU as a preferred walk-on with the hope of earning a scholarship. Well, now that he's got that scholarship, as you'll hear him talk about, what are his next goals and dreams? You know, just getting the scholarship was the dream now, but now dreams already got the scholarship and I'm doing good. So uh, might as well just go for the NFL right now and uh, get the bachelor's degree and then aim aim higher. That's the new dream right now. And just making my family proud and just all glory to God. And he's put me, he gave me the abilities just to do what I can right now. There you go. Tyler Algier, he's chasing the NFL. He wants to get his degree and hey. I think this is a young man who's been a great success story out of Fontana, California, coming to BYU, making good on the bet on himself that he could earn a scholarship, and now one of the top two running backs on the number 15 ranked team in the country. It's a pretty cool dream to be living out. And thanks to guys like Tyler Algier for taking the time to speak with the media yesterday. A big thank you to Kalani Satake, Tyler Batty, as well as Isaiah Kafusi. It's fun to catch up with these guys, and we'll continue to bring you audio throughout the rest of the week. A heads up for you guys on tomorrow's podcast. Going to have a chance to speak with Cam Meller from SB Nation. If you pay attention on social media, Cam has a man crush to the nth degree on Zach Wilson. He's very high in the BYU football program overall. I'm going to have a chance to speak with him. We'll have that on tomorrow's podcast and looking forward to catching up with him and really letting you guys hear why he thinks so highly of Zach Wilson as well as the Cougars. So we'll get that on tomorrow's edition of the show. But coming up next, as I promised yesterday, it's giveaway time. You guys, one of you, one of the lucky listeners to this podcast, maybe two, I don't know. I'll see how I'm feeling, but we're going to give away some BYU Nike gear that I've got. So we're going to get to that here in just a second. Give you guys who the winner is after putting your names in there, who left your reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. It is your time to get rewarded for your support of the show overall. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Built Bar. Guys, I've told you a lot about this company, but I mean this sincerely when I say these are the best tasting protein bars on the market. They taste legitimately like a candy bar. I crave them every day. They've been a big part of my diet. I would encourage you guys to add them to yours. They're perfect for the health conscious guy or gal. And what I love about them is they are high in protein, high in fiber, but low sugar, low calorie, the perfect complement to your diet. They're covered in 100% chocolate and they taste delicious. 18 unique flavors. They added six new ones when they relaunched the all new Built Bar just recently. I would encourage you guys to go to BuiltBar.com, read up on what Built Bar is all about. They're brand new Built Bars included. And I would tell you what, there will be a flavor of those amidst those 18 in there that you will enjoy. If you don't, let me know. We'll see what we can do to get Built Bar to make a flavor that you might actually enjoy. But I'm pretty sure amidst the 18 flavors they currently have, we can find one or two that you will enjoy. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Read more about this company. Learn more about them. I would encourage you guys, take advantage of the opportunity to have the best tasting protein bars in your home. You can use the promo code Locked On. by the way, right now, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You'll get $10 off your next order. Doesn't matter if you're a longtime customer like myself or a first-time customer. $10 off your next order. Just put the promo code Locked On at BuiltBar.com and thank us later. 
Now, who will the lucky winner be? Of course, I talked about this over the past week or so. We would be giving away some BYU Nike gear to a lucky listener. And I can't thank you guys enough, first off, for your kind words on Apple Podcasts as we've kind of been running this podcast deal off of. But your guys' five-star ratings are much appreciated. Even some of you may have left three or four-star ratings. No matter what it is, I thank you guys for your support of the show, no matter what. But your guys' kind words and the reviews have just meant the world to me. I love doing this podcast. I hope you guys can hear it in my voice as we talk BYU sports. The Cougars mean a lot to me, and I know they mean a lot to you guys. Maybe even more to you guys than they mean to me, and I think that's kind of hard to do. But regardless, a big thank you once again for your continued support of the show. Without further ado, let's get to our winner on today's show. Just a little heads up on how I went about this. In my radio job, my day job, we have a lot of contestant giveaways and the like. When we do that, we have what we call a random number generator where we'll associate contestants' names with a number. We toss it into this internet program. It scrambles the number. It pops one out. I usually run it three or four times, but in this case, I ran it five times, and we came out with a winner. The number that popped up is our winner, and that means our winner today is Jim Lottie. And let me read the review from Jim Lottie here. He says, love the show, Jake. I've been a Cougar board guy for a long time. Well, Jim, uh, I'm glad you found us after reading Cougar board, but been getting a little tired of the chatter and just appreciate the straight-up reporting of your show. Info is straight and not too fluffy. Thanks for the coverage. So, Jim, email me at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. We'll get you some of this BYU Nike gear. And continue to leave us your ratings and reviews. We'll get those uh, into the system. And we'll do another giveaway soon. But you guys will have your opportunity to win like Jim did today. And make sure to leave us a rating and review. A five-star rating as well as a sentence or two of what you like about the show. Or even what you might suggest we fixed. No matter what it might be, can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of the show. And it's a blast to be with you guys each and every day. All right, that'll do it for this Tuesday edition of the show. A lot of player sound in there, but a big thank you to all of you who have joined us each and every day and enjoy us talking about BYU sports. As I said, tomorrow, Cam Miller from SB Nation. Like I said, a huge proponent of the BYU football program. Excited to have him on the show. We'll get to that on tomorrow's podcast. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. And make sure that you guys tell your family and friends to listen to this podcast as well. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Search us out at Locked on Cougars. My personal Twitter feed, if you want to weigh in there or listen to my hot takes and all things sports, you can follow me at Jacob C. Hatch. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast for October 6th, 2020. And we will talk to you guys manana.